full. Did he have memoramania? Well, I, the other thing, though, is I don't even know if he needs. Probably had a better offer. Probably. I don't even know if he needs assistance to get back here. If he has his own badge and stuff. physical health? No, no, no. I mean, he probably has a badge. Well, he doesn't broadcast from here. Right. But I would guess he'd have access to the building. I I don't know why. We'll find it, Joe. Why don't you have that be your first question? Give a badge. You got a color set? Rook, we are live on the town council. Yeah, I'm going to move it before I get. I don't care. Yeah. What's, what's my lineup today, Chris? Kenny, what time is that event tonight? From you, I need a maple grove. Um, keep it fair. Move. And can you do well right away? Yeah. Joe, don't parents get seats? Joe, I need to do eco fun at the very end. The very end of the show, please. Uh, sorry, Kenny. Uh, Maple Grove, Moon, DK, and Tri-State. And Kenny, can you do DK first? How come? Or, oh, sorry, can you do DK last, please? How come um, no seafoam this week? I'm plugging seafoam no, in because I had so many today and I'm still mad. from you to get in before the end of the day today. Two Got it. I hope that's okay. Let's, uh, well, I'd like you to verify that. That was right in spirits. That would, that would brighten my spirits. What are you barking about? You got to go to graduation today? Yeah. Joe, you want to know a cool town to go to? Okay. And I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Mm -hmm. Branson, Missouri. I've kind of been around the periphery of it. I never went into the town. The strip at Branson. Yeah. Which I, in my mind's eye, for some reason, I had just like the Vegas Strip. Yeah. Flat, long, wide. Yeah. It's built on a mountaintop. Huh. It's twisty, turny, sharp hills. At no point is it level. Hmm. And all of these buildings and attractions are all built on crooked ground. It is the coolest thing ever. Did you see the lake? Didn't see the lake. Isn't there uh, a big well, lake there? Uh, oh, Lake of the Ozark. Yeah. Lake of the Ozark. No, we didn't go there. There's some cruddy little lake downtown. It's part of a river. It stinks like carb. Right? Wasn't that where the big tour boat went down? Yep. Lake down. of the Ozark is fantastic. Yeah, Jess's cousin. Was That's where we went to. Duck, uh, boat. duck boat. We went to uh, Gabe's or Matthew's bachelor party. Oh, that's right. We give you crap for going so, to the bachelor party. Did you go to Branson? Uh, we didn't. We stayed right. We st We flew into um, Kansas City. No, Springfield, probably. I'm trying to think back. We flew to Chicago, and then from Chicago, we had to drive about three hours, two and a half hours. So St. Louis, probably. Must have been St. Louis. And then we, that's when we got the surprise car rental, and they brought out a uh, the Camaro. I did ever been to Hot Springs, Arkansas? No. I don't think I've been in Arkansas. I drove a Triumph from here to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, I bet that was fun. Yeah. Did you stay off the freeway? Hello? No, unfortunately, hey, the guys that go are here morons. I will walk over to get you. 
Sunset State Park Forest. It was a Pine, Pine Bluff. Wachita Mountains were fun to drive to. Uh, is that where the, uh, that was your Stephen Hunter novel? Yeah. That's what all of southern Missouri is. It's like mini mountains. Right. It's pretty cool. I thought it was going to be a hellhole full of rebel flags and broken down trailer houses. Yeah. It's it's not at all. It's a, it's a nice day. Don't a lot of people live there? Missouri? Yeah, no, Lansing. Yeah, the locals. No, there's no rain in this forecast. We're gonna get, we're gonna get screwed again. We're not gonna ever get any bad weather. We're gonna get bad weather. You're gonna get rain. Ah, getting a rainstorm. <laughs> no. What if they come here and wrote and just started reading the name? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, no. Just dial his number, you lazy person. He doesn't have headphones, so that's no point. I see I'm not your favorite. Just oppressive of yeah. Oh, I don't know. Does his sweetheart get to go to the thing yeah. that I, I don't? Yeah. Oh, what's up, bro? Got a whole lot. Are you at home? You're driving. Uh, Are you sure it's a mask tonight or not? What? Do you know that there's a mask tonight or is it just a graduation ceremony? A graduation ceremony. What's your percentage of sureness? Uh, I would say like a 70%. Not good enough. Who would tell? Not good enough for Joe. I need to know. Um, all right. I'll, I'll look it up and check. Tell him to show up. I'm going to be there for 50% for you, 50% for Alice. Yeah. He's there for both of you. Hi, Tom. Hi, Ross. <laughs> right over here. Right. No, I get to get a crappy. Right over here. Right. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for your love. Hey, Tom, just to let you know, we are live on the town council, so only the people that subscribe to the show can hear any profanity. <laughs> you don't have your own badge. You have to get a visitor's badge. Well, you don't broadcast from here. No. You have to take your hat off. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, right away. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome in. Yeah, no shit. I've put up with that shit for like 50 years now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. How about on your chair? That's good, too. Volume. Yeah, he's never been in a studio. Shut up, Joe. I'm trying to be respectful. How about, can I comb your hair for you, Tom? Or... Uh, <laughs> Take some belly button lint out of here. 
That's Kenny. Yeah, I think he's behind you. Oh, Kenny's back there. Hi. Hi. Hey, Kenny, how are you? I'm doing good, Tom. Thanks. How do you work with these people, Kenny? Oh, my God, they're unbearable. Jesus. How am I not an alcoholic is the question. Well, you are in radio. Or we're in radio. <laughs> yeah. or something. All right. I took my turn at that. So that's yes. I think we all have. Yeah, at some point, I need all three from you today. Escape. Welcher and, and Masonic. Got it. Okay. I will turn my ringer off here so we don't do that. Suchi boy, you ready to rock? I am. All right. Hi. Yeah. That's like sitting right down and getting into it, huh? Well, it's no, no, you're ready. Uh, I'm ready to go, man. All right. Joe? Yeah. Hit it. Frabaloni Shardware and Garden Stores brings your garage legend podcast number 1088, May 31st, 2023. 106 degrees on this day in 1934, 106, and 33 degrees on this day in 1989. The swimming season has officially arrived tomorrow, June 1st. If you own a lake home or you have a pond on your property, pond would be good for you, Bernard. You need to call my friends at Aquaside. They've been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of Everything leads to algae. The products are easy to use, work quickly, and they're registered with all the agencies. No need to let me overtake your lake and pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. Describe your problem. They'll get you the right products, and your place will look great all day long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, in the minute, the East Shore of England. It's Garage with Chris Peters, planning technology for Kenny Olsen, the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde, the Newsman, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your question, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your man, Joe Sushi. We're joined in the studio by the legend itself, Tom Bernard, who has now morphed his long-time career on radio to a podcast. That's a familiar story for you. It, it is. is. It is. <laughs> We've run into each other, not infrequently, but this is the first time we ever sat down together formally. Yeah, right? that is true. And uh, are you... Sorry. You were on his podcast along with Mr. Moeller. It was years ago. Oh, that was a, a long dozen? time yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. That was about 11 years ago. Yeah. I'd like to thank you, by the way. I sat down in my chair. Mm -hmm. It's the only chair in this uh, studio that says toilet on it. That's I'm sitting in the toilet seat. That's great. And for the show. Thank you. It's got one topic. Do you miss radio? Not at all. I do not miss radio. Actually, you and I talked about this 11 years ago when I started my family podcast that I mean, it depends on. Obviously, I'm not talking about Hubbard Broadcasting when I'm, I'm what I'm about to say because they have mm -hmm. radio is just about over. Yeah. Well, AM certainly is. FM is too. Really, they're all deeply, deeply in debt, and they're not going to make it. There really? is no way. What I my my prediction three years from now, this year will do rev share on radio. Really, this will be the leader. He'll do rev share. Start well. You did a syndicated show, so you know how that works. Mm -hmm. 
So my my opinion, and again, like I said, the Hubbard family, are, they're billionaires. Everybody knows they're billionaires. I'm not revealing anything. They pay their bills. They pay their bills. You put together the other three biggest uh, outfits in town, you get about $20 billion in debt. Really? How are they going to make past that? What's going to replace that vacuum right here? Podcast. No, audience. they will. They literally will take That's this big, show. big money. One thing I will tell you about the Hubbards that I've always admired is I don't think it's a coincidence that they put against uh, put together a bunch of podcasts that are different times of the day because basically they're constructing an entire 24-hour mm-hmm. radio show or yeah. radio station. Station, yeah, so it's stations, but show, station, whatever. I'm sitting in the toilet. Right. Also, right. <laughs> He's in the crapper. My opinion is this, that um, – well, first of all, there's no money in radio anymore. Anybody who wants to make any money is not going to get into radio. There's no money in it. What about radio? Satellite radio. God, I've never been a fan. I've got to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I try to listen to serious them. Are you calling my... Mm-hmm. I, I have friends that work there, obviously. And, you know, that's nice and all the rest of it. But no, I, I tell you, honestly, God, like I said, I talked to you about this 11 years ago. And I, I tried to talk Cumulus into doing exactly what they did with you. But they were too busy taking money and leaving. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, time out. Yeah. How come? Okay, everybody ripped you off. Barrero's been ripping you off for oh twenty years. For now, he comes in and says, "Hey, we got to rip off Sushi on the podcast. We got to go." And, <laughs> Dan, I didn't say that. Dan, that's I love you, but you, Dick, and you. Can we stick to the format? Yes. Here? Okay. Oh, I like that. Rail right back on. Well, I've got me. some. I got some questions that I've always wondered. You're a North Minneapolis guy. Yes, sir. Born and raised. You were close mm-hmm. to your mom. Very close to my mother. And uh, you, have, you have siblings. I have uh, four, well, three brothers now. My youngest brother died, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, three brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. Indeed. If you had it to do over again, mm-hmm. would you do something else for a living before you started radio? No. Really? No. Well, second part of the question. Are you the last to ever have accomplished going right to radio without having done anything else? I can't think of anybody. Else. Well, I was a dishwasher at Donald's. Not so. <laughs> that count many people heard of this? <laughs> oh, I did a lot of things. Yeah, a lot I of people that, That's true. No, I. It just. I will tell you the two things I want to get out of the way very, very quickly because they're, they tend to be very emotional. I walked in this building the first time when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. That's 52 years ago. Mm-hmm. I started here at 1500 K, and I started as I ran the Jesus tapes. You know, this is a true story. About Remember the Jesus tapes? Yeah, right? They run on religious programs on Sunday mornings. Right? Yeah, yeah. They always call them the Jesus tapes. Yeah. Right. So my first weekend, I'm a big shot. I, am, uh, I had to take the bus over because I didn't start driving until I was 21. So that was a thrill. <laughs> and that was here. This was on university, correct? That was here. Yeah, it, was it, was here not a it was upstairs, the old 1500. Uh, they, yeah. I think they redid that, like, what, in 1990? Yeah. 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 Many times. So in any case, so I, I walked in the building 52 years ago, and I went, what the hell am I doing? I don't belong here. <laughs> I mean, you look around. This is a very impressive building. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it just is. So just to walk back in this building after all this time is pretty amazing. Because I have all these magnificent, well, we were walking down the paneled hall in here. Mm-hmm. said, man, I remember the first time I walked in here, and I went, Man, they, they got money. They got like panel. It was a very good deal, right? Tom, you told a story and a few years ago back when you were still on the air. You had come over here for a visit 
And uh, you remember our front desk called Sharon. Sure. And Sharon was uh, avant-garde, should I say, a bit different. Um, And she said to you, and it cracked me up, you told the story. Uh, she said, Tom, your life has really turned out okay, hasn't it? <laughs> you really made something out of yourself. And that was such a sharing thing to say. <laughs> yeah, we really missed her. She was a lot of fun. Can, no, any, can anyone duplicate what you've done? And I think you've already answered that. No. Yeah, radio's, not anymore. Gone. radio's gone. It's, radio's going, to be gone. it's going to be gone. I, I would say maybe three more years. If I bunch of radio stations in smaller markets that would come to you, I'd come to me, I'd come to all the people. You know, Phil and Judd are great, great people to deal with. And I would say, look, this is not syndication like you went through. This is a rev share. We want to use your content to make money and we'll give you, uh, they'll yes. probably want like, you know, 30%. They'll, they'll probably want 65% and you'll get 35%. Mm-hmm. It'll cost them nothing. Mm-hmm. They just keep selling it in their market and so everybody makes money because we can't afford to have 12 people working in like i worked in grand forks i know it's hard to believe that i got fired several times (laughs) (laughs) really hard to believe and then no one would hire me in minneapolis st paul so i had to move to grand forks north dakota which was fine i didn't know you moved away oh you didn't know that i did not know that about your career twice i moved away because both times i nobody would hire me i know it's really hard to believe and I can be unpleasant. <laughs> Tom, I don't know if you know about Joe's deep-rooted negotiations, but he and Patrick years ago had to negotiate with the replay of uh, well, that story. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. We're doing Monday Night Sports Talk back in the day. Sure. And they came up with the idea of you know, Saturday sport. I remember that. And, yep. uh, I, I forget what happened. Well, you, you were approached by station management. Yeah, the management said, would you guys mind if we gave you 50 bucks each to do what? To replay, to replay the show. To replay Monday Night Sports Talk. And I said, <laughs> let me talk to my partner here. Yeah. So Royce and I went out in the back and rolled around on the ground for a few minutes <laughs> and came back in and said, yes, we'll accept that. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's 2500 bucks a year. I mean, you know, what the hell? Do nothing. Do nothing. I think we've, we've touched on something momentous here, and I want to I want to conclude it. That that career is gone for young people. The career of a it guy is, yeah. in, your, yep. in your teens deciding, I'm going to go into radio, I like it, I want to be part of it. That's, in your estimation, that's not going to happen. No. Well, the one thing that still remains, is and you guys changed that a lot. I wanted to thank all of you for that, by the way, um, because you and the Hubbard family, having faith in you, opened new doors for people. You know, yeah, I've been doing the podcast for 11, almost 12 years now, but I couldn't talk anybody into doing anything. I, I went, to, this is my favorite part of it. So, Cumulus buys it. Um, is there anybody you hate? No, nobody. <laughs> Kenny hates all of us. <laughs> you're you're sitting with three of them. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but honestly, God, Cumulus buys the station like 11 years ago, I think, something like that. Which is why I started the podcast because I knew I'd never be able to work for them for a long term. Ended up being 10 years or whatever, 11 years. Or but um, 
I've, I set up an appointment with uh, the vice president, who is John Dickey, maybe the biggest jackass I've ever met in my life. <laughs> it's out. Uh, no, it's been out for okay. a long time. <laughs> I'm not really too good about lying, like being nice to people that I don't like. Candace, I just, that's okay. I just Candace can't okay. do it. I, I can't do it. I cannot be nice to someone I don't like. So he sets up the appointment. He said, why don't you fly in on Thursday uh, in Atlanta in, in Buckhead? And so, I, by the way, I was always very uncomfortable. You live in Buckhead? Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't sound right. Very close to something that's not so close. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're doing a caller ID or you're doing a station ID in Buckhead yeah. every hey, hour. It's not Buckhead. <laughs> yeah, that's the wealthiest suburb of Atlanta. Oh, it is. Absolutely. A lot of money there. Yeah. Ever been to Herbs? The oldest part of Ikes or Ikes or Herbs? I can't remember. It's been there for 125 years. Never been there. Wow. It is unbelievable. So, anyway, I fly in. Atlanta, I get there, I stay at uh, some hotel overnight, I get up in the morning, I go to my meeting, and I'm sitting out in the lobby, and um, this person comes out and goes, you know, this, I, I hate to tell you this, but uh, oh, no. John doesn't have time to meet with you. Oh, Jesus. I flew here from Minneapolis to Atlanta, stayed overnight, I've been sitting here for about an hour, and are you telling me he's not, doesn't have time to meet me at all? And I said... Uh, I want you to do me a favor. I'm going to go and get in a taxi right now. And I can't tell you what I called him because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're right. editing. Sure. But you tell, it starts with, I think, I think it starts with an M and ends with an F. Okay. Or there might be an F in the middle of it. Meatloaf. That's what it was. You tell him that if I ever see him again, it ain't going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. You don't do this to people. It's the rudest thing that's ever happened to me. It's just unbelievable. Aside a uh, little sycophantness, your street creds already. You don't do that to Tom Bernard. Yeah, you've been a bit of an earner for him, you know? I mean, that's the whole thing. I, yeah. I believe that that yeah. year, while well, we were the highest rated morning show in the nation, yeah. the entire country, which, by the way, I never found out until they fired me. They never told me that. They never told that. Oh, they never sent out. Hey, where to go? No. Oh, congrats to all, and reply no, on email. No, no, no. Okay. There was none of that at all. And I understand I've got an edge to me. I do, and I know that. And I, you know, some people get a remind time. me though, Tom, who owned uh, the station before Cumulus? Was it Disney? No, uh, Disney was too back. It was uh, Citadel. And Citadel had no interest in any type of outside programming, podcast format. None no, of that? none of it. Really, none of them would ha- hear anything about that whatsoever. They just didn't want to talk about it. So what happened with this guy in the meeting? Um, Any interaction was, later in life with him? They're a little not in person. <laughs> <laughs> not in person. Hey, meet me at Herbs in Buckwood. I'll be yeah. down there. I'll be down there. I'll be down there. What did you listen to when you were a kid? Who did I listen to on the radio? Yeah. Uh, a lot of Rob Sherwood. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Uh, True Don, but mostly KWB, I guess. Right. Then I worked at WDGY in right. 1975. So there were a lot of people over there, Jimmy Reed and all those people over there. But yeah, pretty much I grew up with the Rob Sherwoods and True Don Blues of the world. Well, what, cool. on, what enticed you about it? What did you like about it? I said, these people are BS for a living. Mm-hmm. No. They're not, this is not work. Right. You're not standing on a street corner on Plymouth Avenue and Bryant, you know, what I do already. And it, it, that really is true, by the way. What I do on the air is what I've always done. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell people this is not a radio show in any way. And this is back when I started radio. I said, this is not a radio show. This is a conversation. Mm-hmm. And most people just don't understand that. You guys understand it because that's what you've been doing forever, right? Oh, 
I remember the first time I heard your morning show. It was the second time around. And uh, I was on my way to work. I was already enrolled in Brown Institute, and then, but I hadn't started yet. And you came on the air and called Hayne. God, I love Dan. He was such a sweetheart, oh, a great guy. Yep. And I could hear you paging through the newspaper. I could hear the sound yeah. of the page turning. Yep. And it, it was that moment when I decided, I don't want to be Wally Walker. I want to do a morning show. I oh, want yeah. to talk. I want to do, re, you know, a real show. I don't want to just announce Led, Led Zeppelin and mm-hmm. Leonard Skinner, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any of the guys you grew up with, do you miss them? Boone and Erickson, Steve Cannon. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Dan and I that was, to know that was uh, quite an outfit for a while. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I should throw that part in there because I did listen to Boone and Erickson. I listened to Cannon. I listened to... Uh, the whole station, basically. Oh, God, the fun you used to have with them. Oh, my God, that was fun. Well, some of them didn't think it was all that. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where where I used to go to dinner with Cannon once in a while, and then it got to the point where where he just didn't want to do that anymore because his ratings were dropping and mine were going up. And it's like, I'm not competing with you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just, it's just yeah. a deal. Yeah, right. So... um it was that was a tough tough road to hold there for a while, and I just it's been really interesting because once again I, I am not real good at at ass kissing or being nice to people. If I'm being nice to you, I'm sincere because I am not going to be nice to someone just to try to suck up. It's just not going to happen. Oh, you're describing me to the T. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That. Yeah. I know that, bro. You don't even know if I like you, Tom. It's still considered yeah. now a show the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast only, yes. strictly podcast. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Who's and, with you on that show? Uh, everybody from KQRS. Yeah, they, I brought everybody in except for uh, uh, Mike Evans, and he's retiring at the end of the year, so he didn't come. Uh, but everybody, everybody else came. I had a couple of people. Kristen Burt from Los Angeles. It's literally kind of the old KQ morning show, but mm-hmm. but uh, a couple of additions there. You know, Sansevier is on there. We got Gelf and. I should bring Gelfand into this show so he can start talking politics. You know, would you please? How is it that everything Mike says is funny? I mean, my oh, God, yeah. he's no, the right. funniest man I've ever heard. He he's got a punchline always, always ready, always available. Uh, one of my favorite Mike Gelfand stories, the first year he's out there, right? First year he's on the show. He's in the kind of like the dining lunch room I guess of the old building and he's sitting there he's got both his hands on his face like this <laughs> he's leaning he's like facing the desktop with his hands over his eyes and I said Mike what's wrong and he goes my wife and I one thing is both hate me <laughs> <laughs> I said, this guy I can work with. Yeah, I can work with this guy. He's, he's never had a job, has he? Oh, God. No guys that were, yeah, like you and Royce, you do yeah. that newspaper deal. How's your garage door working? My garage door working great, actually. Well, this is the last day you could take advantage of getting your garage door checked for free. I could do that. By, by Precision Garage Door Twin Cities. Ladies and gentlemen, Precision Garage Door Twin Cities with Joe Suchere. I don't need those. You know, how much, you know how much outfits <laughs> charge to get that? Right? They better snip at that right away. I want away. a 25-point inspection. Like there we go. 
Are you an actor? Am I just really good, Coca Cola? <laughs> this is the last ATLers can take advantage of a free 25 point safety inspection. It's normally an $85 value. They're not trying to sell you anything to met with these people. They're, they're my new garage door people. They don't want to linger. They'll fix your garage door correctly and uh, leave you in peace. And they're available on weekends and they don't charge extra for weekends. And uh, they uh, really know their stuff. It's a family-owned business. They serve the metro area in western Wisconsin. Uh, PrecisionDoorMN.com. And this is the last day to sign up for the free check. Uh, your GLers, you'll figure it out. That's right. You know, I don't know if there's a time cut off, like 6 p.m. or whatever. In by they'll midnight. take care of you. Yeah, there you go. They'll right. take care of you. And if you want to get a hold of them, Get to PrecisionDoorMN.com. Yeah. <laughs> what time do you uh, do the podcast? Uh, we do it from uh, uh, 7 to 10 in the morning. And then you don't have to get up early anymore. Why do you? Yo, it's really weird. I really have a tough time adjusting and driving to work in the light. Yeah, I've not driven to work when the sun's up in 37 years. It's like, where am I? What am I doing? Wow. State troopers, uh, you know, at night, no state troopers are out. You can do whatever you want and you're driving in at three o'clock in the morning. Joe, I think part of that still is because it's something that that Jenny and I talked about, that Dan Seaman and I talked about, Amy Daniels. I think this is just my view. I'm not, they never told me any of this stuff. It's just, I think they're constructing the future. Well, I like, really that's do. exciting to hear. Oh, it is. Except we ain't getting any younger. Well, you don't want to be any younger. You're just getting better. See, there's a secret. He just got a dirty mask. Hey, rookie, you want to fire one off here before we bump back? Welter. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by fire one off? I can't get out of here. That's what that curtain's for in the background. Drop the curtain. We'll get her going here. You got the Rodney Danger thing going. Hey, I oh, I, I've been doing that since I was a little kid. No, really? it's also. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, hey, you know, hey, we were so funny. Show me a picture of a birthday cake. Also, because Joe likes the studio at about 170. No, it's not, it's not warm in here today. I got to tell you my favorite. When you got time, two minutes to tell you my favorite Rodney Danger story. All right. I've There's no him. bad ones. Oh, there aren't any bad ones here, right? Yeah, I've never. Oh, that right. unbelievable guy. Rolling. You know, right now, temperature in the 90s, and it's humid, and you're relying on that air conditioning unit that's going click, 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 quack, quack, quack. It's not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be smooth as Tom Bernard's voice. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm talking about Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com. If you do have that air conditioning unit that's making noise when you flip the switch, or don't flip that furnace off without having it checked out if it's making noises. What do you want for experience? A hundred years? Okay, they've got it at Welter. How about four generations? That's just the pudding on the cake. What? Or is it the cherry on the Sunday? I forget which. You should use it as uh, Mr. George W. Bush. Schedule an appointment online. 612. Pudding on the cake. 825-6867 for the cake's pudding. Don't put pudding on your furnace. No, welterheating.com. The Welter family is great. When they came on Garage Logic, they said, we know what a wonderful show Garage Logic is. And we just want to get the word out that we're not fly by night. 100 years, four generations, 612 825 6867. Request an appointment online at welterheating.com. When it gets warm, you better call Welter. Thank you. Yaman. Yeah,
You ready to go? I am. Does Kenny guess now? He sure does. Well, <laughs> moon, right? Yes, moon? please. Can you right. move here? Thank you. Yeah. All right. I am rolling. These men spend hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. What do you do? Where do you go when you want to see all of your favorite power sports brands? All the latest motorcycles, the ATVs, the side by It's all in one location. Well, you already know the answer. You hit up the giant cathedral of motorized fun at Moon Motorsports in Monticello, 25 minutes west of the metro. They're the leader in both Honda and Yamaha ATV sales, and both of these exciting brands have delivered to Moon several new models that are ready for you right now. You can see them and the entire new and used inventory at moonmotorsports.com. Now, let's be honest here. Everybody loves wheelies, and Moon Motorsports, an upcoming kids day event featuring the popular wheelie wizard stunt team it's coming up saturday june 17th bring the kids to that they'll love it they are moon motorsports there are atv side by side and adventure motorcycle brand leaders south side of 94 just west of 25 in monticello and on the web moonmotorsports.com tom bernard is with us what do podcasts offer that radio can't mm. Um, well, first of all, I assume that you're one of the owners of this podcast. No. Oh, you're not? Okay. Well, not literally. Because I literally am. Well, you're ahead of me. No, I'm the, but we're all going to end up being in business together. And there's no way you could, I suppose you could buy a radio station if you wanted to. But I, I, And the way you're talking, in about a couple of years, I'll be able to afford one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you will. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And I just... Well, yeah, let's let's clarify that for the listeners. Right. I, I understand what you mean. You you came on board and, and podcast under the Hubbard Hubbard umbrella. Yes, but you're bringing your own revenue to the to the Correct. table. Yeah, yes, and we I don't do that. Well, we, I understand that. We have whoever goes out and sells the us. guy I mean, in the checkered suit well, with a clown shoe. Yeah, with the clown shoe. Right. That's a nice touch. Was KQ ever locally owned? Oh my God! I don't think so. Well, I had to have been at one point, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But uh, our first owners, when I got there, was a couple of lawyers in Washington D.C. that owned the radio station, really? and they did not want to hire me because they met me. There's a theme, exactly. Uh, no, it was never locally owned since. I, again, it had to have been at first, some point. At some point, it had to yeah. have been. But then it was the, uh, what the hell were they? The McKenna brothers. They were the McKennas. They owned it. They sold it to Disney, which, by the way, was just 25 years of heaven. Really? You want it, you got it. Really? Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't, oh. Care. I don't care what you needed, you got it. Mm -hmm. Bob Iger and I became pretty good friends from that whole deal. I don't, you know, uh, he's back, but mm -hmm. that company's changed quite a bit now, too. Yeah. And I think, uh, I got two stops today, Target and Disney. What do you think? Really? Oh, very much. Great. Right. K-E-V-E-F-M was the uh, okay, original yeah, original caller. Yep. And then 82, they went to uh, switch an oldies format as KGLD before returning to the simulcast. And the KQRS calls less than two years later. Yeah. It, it was very novel for it to be an FM station, correct? Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. And, and we were AM and FM at that time. Right. Um, yeah, and KE. You know who worked there? Oh, Dave Dudley. Six days on really? the road. Really? He worked there. He was a disc jockey. Oh, wow. 
And also one guy died there. That was a nice touch. What happened? I said, this is, he was a disc jockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the air, did he keel over? Yeah, he died oh, yeah. on the air, apparently. Yeah. Might have had a little too much pitch wheel at some point. Uh, and he's doing something else with the razor blades and cutting tape. Maybe. <laughs> That's a possibility. Too, but yeah, apparently it just, and literally, I guess for 15 minutes, was like, kick, 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 This can't be good. You mentioned the decline of radio, so I'm curious, because I've always been a nerd listening to both of you guys growing up or the neighbor to listen to Twins games. When did it change? When did radio change? Yeah. When podcasting came along, really? when digital came, like the yeah, whole world, streaming yeah. television is huge now. I mean, mm-hmm. I watch much more television than I ever used. But think about that: the twenty-two-year-old, the twenty-five-year-old doesn't read the newspaper, mm-hmm. never listen to AM radio, never. and even they get there, everything's on demand, whatever they want to listen to, whatever they want to, and then the podcast—that's what they get on their phone as well, mm-hmm. Rogan or whoever the yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. So I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, that question. wasn't replaced with those listeners. When those listeners left, they weren't replaced with anything. Well, and I will tell you, I, I the one gift that I have in, in life, I'm very, very good at math. I told the story this morning, as a matter of fact, I walked into a bar a couple of years ago, and I looked up, and they had these little uh, pull tab deals. I'm not a gambler, but I looked up, and I, I saw it said, Catherine, we need to buy that. She goes, what do you mean? I said, we'll win. And she goes, how do you know? I said, I did the math in my head. The winning thing they said is still in there. The buyout. The buyout. Uh, bought it for several hundred dollars, and they lied. It wasn't in there. Oh, 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 oh. I should have won several thousand dollars, and instead they had to give me my money back. I really? Guess. Yeah. The, the winning, the winning ticket was not in there. So, what, what time do you do your podcast? Uh, with the family or the. Was there two? Is there still seven to ten in the family, Bernard family? The seven to ten is the morning show, and then uh, ten fifteen to eleven fifteen is the family podcast. Which I love working with my family. I just Mm -hmm. love working. Oh, that's a quick turnaround—fifteen minutes. Yeah, I did that on purpose because I got sick of waiting around for. Everybody else, right? What do you do? Yeah, what do you do with your free time? Are you playing much golf? I just started to play golf again after six years because again, I saw once I flew to to Atlanta, and he didn't even do the meeting. I went, "This is just about over." Mm-hmm. Doug Sprintfall's calling. Apparently, he's listening. Doug, he's selling some vehicles. Selling, selling a vehicle or two. What you got fired? You believe that? No, because he was a really good guy. Anyway, oh, you're playing right. golf. Now I want to go after Walzer. <laughs> <laughs> Do it on your show, please. Yeah, my own show. Yes, exactly. No, Paul Walzer is still a great friend of mine. I just don't work with them anymore. But Paul retired, and that was one of the reasons I don't work with him anymore. Got it. No, Paul is a great guy, no doubt about it. But Doug Sprintball is even better. So, sure. no, let's get back to the question. Well, do you ever imagine a conventional retirement? No, I don't think I could. Yeah. To be honest with you, we just had a three-day weekend, mm-hmm. and by the time Monday rolled on, it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, what? Are you? Okay, good, right? I, I do. I just, I have to have something to do, and I will have for the rest of my life. Well, you know what Grant said: everybody needs some place to go. Yeah, you don't yeah. do this from your home. No, I do it. You from still in your studio in the warehouse district? Uh, yeah, no, it's not in the warehouse district anymore. It's uh, in St. Louis Park. Oh. It's right next to uh, to uh, Pavic, right? Isn't it right at the Pavic Museum in St. Louis Park? It, you know, not, well, it's not that far from there, okay. but it's, it's closer to you know where uh, like K Fan is, yeah, that building. It's the next building over, gotcha. 
So it's that I keep forgetting the name of these companies though. Right. Why do you know where Caveman is? Well, I used to work. There. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's know if you're seeing secret right. meetings over there. I still have friends that work there. That's the only reason I knew where it was. Right. That's nice. Hell of a lot nicer than any place I ever worked. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Got like columns and everything. Pardon me. Of all the people you talked to on the did you ever become close friends with any of them? A lot of them. Gore Vidal and I became very, very really? close friends. Yeah. What's funny about that is if you take me and Gore Vidal, people go, you two have nothing in polar opposites. opposites. That's exactly right. (laughs) But that, I think, has a lot to do with what the press did over the years, you know, painting this picture of blah, 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 Tom's this and Tom's that and blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. One thing I will tell you I don't like about some Minnesotans, not all of them, there are many, many wonderful people here, and I was born here and raised here. But they really do, like, if you... Well, you went through this in a way. If you get to be successful, you have to prove to them why you deserve it. Mm-hmm. They don't like big shots in the state at all. No. They don't like that at all. But you know that, right? Yeah. I think we went through that in the last legislator's session. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, I mean, I was in a situation where where it just, I don't know. I, they just went after me, called me this, and I was that. I mean, I, I could be very specific if, if you don't mind. Yeah. I've been called a homophobe, a racist, an anti-Semite. I've been called everything. That was the taxi. What was that? That protest in front of the station, right? Wasn't there a big protest in front of the station? Oh, yeah, they got really mad at me because 100 100 taxi drivers came over and peed on the building. (laughs) The next morning on the air, I said, I don't work in that building. (laughs) (laughs) They did not like that at all. (laughs) They didn't care about that. You can go ahead and pee on that building all you want. I don't work there. I don't (laughs) take it. You know, uh, Tom, I'm curious. You've obviously been offered the chance. Did you ever consider leaving this market? Nah, not really. I, I Yeah, I thought about it once in a while. Um, but as far as I was, I did. Well, I lived in New York when I took the job. I was doing voiceover in New York, and I got a call one day from Dave Hamilton saying he wanted to do radio. And I had found out, literally, this is how that happened. My wife, we've been together 42 years, been married for 39 of them. My wife called me from Minneapolis because I was in New York. We used to live on 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. I loved living there. But she called me and said, Tom, uh, I've got some great news. We're going to have a baby. And I said, great news, except for the fact we can't raise a baby on 20th Street and 2nd <laughs> Avenue. That ain't going to happen, right? So I said, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, Catherine, but we'll work it out. Um, we'll track something down. It'll be good. I can just voice over from there and it won't be like working here, but I literally, back in those days, just like this, put the phone back on the cradle. The second I put it down, it rang, and I picked it up, and it was Hamilton going, hey, you want to do the morning show at KQ? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that is wow. the coincidence. <laughs> it was, yeah, I, I, unbelievable. So, yeah, I said, yeah, okay. And I, I literally told Catherine, you know what, I'll probably take this radio job and be there about a year, and then I'll, you know, that'll be it. 37 years later, yeah. If we were thought to be at war once, you and I, Oh, you got very pissed off me one time, I remember. Yeah. That was hilarious. It was. No, the way you handled <laughs> it. Like, you were like this, holding his forehead. <laughs> no, I just thought it was great the way he was. See, I was defending the newspaper. That's how I grew up, though, yeah. is fighting with people. Right. I miss uh, North Minneapolis. Yeah, it was the 88 World Series. It was the 88 World Series. And you constantly, well, when were they in the World Series? 87. 87. 87. 87. 
And every morning on your show, you just wax <laughs> eloquently about the coverage the Star Tribune had. <laughs> and, and it was driving me crazy. No, not you. Because <laughs> we were really doing well. I still had Roycey then and me and all other people. We were covering our butts like you were off. at the Star Tribune then. Not, no, I was gone there by 84. Yeah, oh, Sid ran him out of Sid, there. Sid, yeah. Sid, no, no, no. Did he really? Well, he was party to the effort. He made sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you gotta go. Get yeah. out. <laughs> when we had our first kid, he sent a snowsuit over a postage due to the house. <laughs> Yeah, so three years was, earlier, I, I thought you were still there. No, and so I called the station. I said, "I got to talk to this Bernard," and and I got you on the air. And I, I, I or I got you on the phone. And I said, "You know, there's a same wallpaper too. There's two papers in this town. Mm-hmm. They're both covering the World Series." And you said something like, "I don't give a bleep." <laughs> <laughs> so my usual, right? And, and then you took umbrage at that. Uh, you 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 got a real red ass about it. Not yeah, me. You, what? you got a real red ass. Whoever heard? And then uh, I ended up defending you on some preposterous claim that. I was that? making about uh, your position with Somalis or something. I yeah. said, no, he's not doing that. Are you people crazy? I remember uh, you doing that. Yeah. So uh, I believe I thanked you for it, but nah, not didn't. not eloquently enough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He thanked the columnist. Wow! I want to thank Sid Hartman for covering me in this dirt. Exactly. But all those years, we never really sat down formally together ever. No, I used to run you once in a while, and, and I've never met Justin Keeler in person. Never met him. I tell you what, he matter of fact, that's a coincidence. You mentioned that because I'm going to call in later on today. And, oh, do you want to go to dinner with us? Not really. Yes, you Why do. Yes, you do, dude. Yes, you do. Like oh, you're He's already <laughs> canceled. In fact, he's he's canceled he even offered to pick up the check. That's no, what I, what I heard him just now. He said well, if you kind enough, put me in the loop. We'll see. Yeah. No, I'm just telling. I'm, I got to call him. So I just know that you frequently see him. No, no, not at all. I talk to him once in a while. Most, mostly it's leaving messages. You know how everybody now, nobody ever talks to him anymore. They right. Just right. So once in a while we go through that. But I have not in the last month and a half. I talked to him, I think, like, you know, actually it was early April yeah. when I talked to him. And uh, and so we're going to set up. I ran into his brother last week though, over at Midland Hill. Didn't brother, know he had a brother. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. You but, find that when you talk to him, occasionally he will be... Hey Tom, how are you? Good to see you. And at other times he's no, he's very nice. Okay. okay. He's very, very kind. I think it's the same situation with it would be like you guys, Patrick Royce. I mean, you can't just be around for 45, 50 years and not be good at something. Right, right. And I think Garrison doesn't realize that. I mean, he, he respects talent. He really does. I mean, he hired Tim Ruffin. No doubt about it. So no, that I tell you what I will I, I will get to work on that today. It'll probably take about years to get it done. But, yeah. You know. Well, before I let you go, tell us again. Oh, are you uh, going to fire me too? No, no. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued by your uh, vision of this future for this. Yes, sir. And I'm going to take what you say to heart because I think you know what you're speaking of, and and so you see podcasting not only thriving mm-hmm. but, but changing for the better no doubt about it 
There's no, you know, one thing we have to do is, and I don't know what they're going to do about ownership because one of those outfits, you know, one of them is $19 billion in debt. Mm-hmm. How are you going to ever you catch can't, up? You can't. You, there's no way you got to By the way, shot. $19 billion in debt and already had declared bankruptcy once. Yeah, you. so you know this. I story. know exactly. You know all about. three of them I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a grand total of almost $30 billion. To the point where a large advertiser with that conglomerate and I were discussing, how are they getting away with it? I don't know. They already declared bankruptcy one time. Yeah. I don't know how they're getting away with it. I don't get well, it. Why either. don't you just tell us who you're I'm not about. getting sued. Get cubulous? <laughs> well, you don't have to. What's the most to sue if you're speaking the truth? Truth is a defense. (laughs) But you guys are talking, you're talking major markets here. Don't you think in the smaller markets, like say St. Cloud, Rochester, Duluth, and smaller, that radio is still pretty vital and vibrant? For now it is, but but I got to be honest with you. If it's not going to cost you anything and you don't have to pay any employees and you can do this show in the, in the mid-afternoon you yeah. can do you know, Phil and Judd for an afternoon show, you can do my show for a morning show, if you can offer all that just for a rev share you, know, yeah. you don't have to do anything other than no. put it on the air. And the other part too, Kenny that Tom mentioned earlier, when you're not harvesting and cultivating any young talent, and you can hear that clear as oh, day yeah. when you listen oh, to either yeah. satellite or if you're listening to small town radio on your drive across the country, if you're not cultivating that young talent, then there's no point. Yeah, but Tom Tom clarified that the days of a Tom Bernard walking in off the street and choosing this for a career are pretty much done. They're done. But, Joe, you're also mad. But there's got to be some kid at the board that has an interest in doing it. Right. And how are they going to ever reach, uh, I don't want to brag about it, but our our level of skill, let's say we know how to do the job, how will they ever reach our level? Not going to happen. The seventh grade. Tony Lee sitting in Highland Park thinking, I want to put bits together and become great at it, mm-hmm. won't have that venue no. to become no. that successful, the Tim Russells or whoever. Right. No, that's or the rookie. Great. You know, sitting at or the rookie is not sitting at the table with Tony Lee. Rookie is picking up the audio scraps from Tony. Half no, our bits are done by Tony, not the, by uh, me. Uh, it's the Tom Bernard show. Wait. And the Tom Bernard and his family show. And yeah, the family both show. available. Don't, you tell us technically how don't, they're available. Don't try to usher him out the door. We're, We're not, not done. Celebrating <laughs> <his show. laughs> We're not done yet. Uh, I, Rodney Dangerfield. Let's get oh, to you it. want to hear that story? Yeah, yes. yeah. Have you ever yeah. heard a story about uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Seinfeld and, Je- and Jeff Cesario told me this story. And you've never heard it. Oh, good. I'm glad uh, you know. I don't think so. So far, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. So I was told the story long ago because I was actually offered a job to go on tours Rodney Dangerfield after he died, right? Oh, I wow. couldn't really do it until, you know, do a radio show. But so I'm talking to Steinfeld and, and Cesario. And Cesario's first day, he, he moved from Minneapolis to Los Angeles to start working in the business, right? He's yeah. taking care of business. And so he hooks up with Seinfeld, who knew him from, you know, some work he had done in New York and the circuit and all that. That's exactly right. So Seinfeld, we are walking down the street in Los Angeles. And Seinfeld says, hey, uh, by the way, uh, if would you like to meet Rodney Dangerfield? Because he's right now at the comedy store, two blocks from here. And uh, I'd yes. like to introduce him. He goes, oh, God, I'd love to meet Rodney Dangerfield. That'd be wonderful. So they're walking along, and as they get there, Rodney comes out to get in his limousine. 
The timing was beautiful, right? Just gorgeous timing. They walk up and <laughs> and uh, Seinfeld says, Rodney, uh, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. He's in first day in town. He literally just got here. I picked him up at the airport. He's a great writer, producer. He's going to go to work with Dennis Miller on his TV show. Uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant comedian. Uh, he's from Wisconsin originally. Uh, Rodney, I'd like you to meet Jeff Cesario. And Rodney leans back and goes, Cesario, huh? It's happening. Stick to the tongue. <laughs> 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 All Italian through acrobat. Can you stay with us one more break? Yeah, yes. I'd love to. All right, because I, I have I've a different direction. Well I, have a different, I have a different direction I want to take this. Unfortunately, oh. I'm going to tell you about the sad times in your life or when you have to arrange. Are you a, speaking of the good people at Mueller Memorial? I am. Center? I am. They are great people. I've known them all my life. They're in the third generation. I know Scott Mueller very well helping families over these tough hurdles for more than 75 years. Uh, I parked both my parents with them. They uh, they did a fantastic job. They handled the difficult details. You think it's frightening, uh, fraught with anxiety, and they, they make that go away. They understand it as they create a celebration for a life well, whether it's a funeral or a creation event, you need to take care of it book that Scott has written called What to Know Before You Go. Uh, if copies are still available, you can get it one free by going to MuellerMemorial.com slash GL. Uh, that'll answer commonly asked questions about death, funerals, formative way, same as they do in person. These are the right people to get a hold of. You won't be, you won't be disappointed. They really are really great people. It's MuellerMemorial.com. Give me just one second. I just got to tidy this up a bit. My revenue share. Tidy. You mean you you walk in and you've got your own clients. Yes. You don't have a sales staff. Mm, well, I do. Yeah, they work in this building. Okay. So they, they're working on other things. And I, I, the unfortunate thing is I started on February 23rd. Right when everybody said, "Oh, the government might collapse," mm. well, great, thank you. Right. Thanks for coming. Timing is everything. I literally lost about seven hundred grand in business that day. Really? Wow. Because they're all waiting, waiting, and wait. Is this going to happen? Do you guys think just watching Washington, Washington D.C. right now? I mean, is this just all-star wrestling? Well, the uh, the debt ceiling argument is that's yeah. all theater. It's yeah. going to happen. It's all. If they're going to take care of. Of it. course, they do this every time. They do. Uh, this this rev share is interesting. So all KSDP would have to do is just plug you in. That's it. No, you. Hey, or, <laughs> or whatever. Or whomever. It's not going to cost them anything other than the percentage of their revenue, and it would cost the Hubbards nothing. Uh, it's pretty hard to pass on something like that. But now it's going to have to take some, it's going to take some leadership to get that done. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who's going to do that. Maybe I'll up and bark at Jenny. Jenny, get off your ass. Jenny you know. can do it. Jenny could do it. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Yeah. I've known her since she was eight years old. Really? Eight years old. Was that when you were doing promotions for five? Did you uh, do voice work for five? Yeah, oh, God. Here, Cindy, Cindy Brucato. Cindy Brucato. Yeah. 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 Jenny and I started the radio business almost the same day. 
Oh, did you really? Maplewood. Sure. She came aboard. Sure. I was just starting. I haven't known her since dates, but I've known her a long time. No, she was um, doing TV promotion when you started, Such, because I was working up in Maplewood when she started radio. When did she come to Maplewood? Um, when did they let go? Um, Yates and I were the first two people she fired. And with good congratulations, good, good reason too. Good reason. Yeah, he we, was easy to get along with, wasn't he? No, no, Tommy <laughs> was a fucking nightmare. No, oh, he did it. I, yeah. Yeah, I had a real hard time with him. I got to be very honest. Yeah, I know you did, and oh, uh, so did I. But I was, I was under his spell. Um, and he was, he was very funny and very smart, but yes. a, a real, real pain in the ass. Yep, and mess. hard to get along with. Bob, you know. and Bob worked together. No, they didn't. Oh, uh, they interviewed no, no, together. No. Um, I think Bob had an interview with you, and it didn't go well. Oh, and, yeah, and, Bob Hamilton. <clears throat> yeah, and so, yeah. By the way, let me mention this. He pissed off Hamilton and then ordered two meals to go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that sounds, that sounds that's like That's a radio him. guy right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Trying to live for the next four hours. <laughs> Tom, meal. do you remember really early on when uh, Curtsy was doing a sports show out in uh, Maplewood? Oh, he, God, had, yeah. he had you on. Yep. And remember all the hoops you had to go through to to get on, and finally your bosses said, oh, "Who cares? Nobody's listening to this." <laughs> Which is not true, <laughs> by the way, at the time. But at no, the time, it was really weird to have another radio personality on your radio show. It was, was it was cool. It was a true story because that was what about thirty three years was, ago. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time ago, late eighties. Yeah. But the amazing thing about that whole whole deal is that Bob Kurtz is the first person that told me I had a 15 chair. Nobody else had told me that. Wow. It's like, thanks. I'd like to tell you when you're doing bad. Well, you know what? I'd like to tell I, you when you're doing bad. Literally, when I left is when I found out that, that like four or five years ago, I had the highest rated morning show in America. Nobody ever told me that. I had no idea that was true. I don't know how they could get by. Speaking of that, I had already, I was run out of the business and fired and working in the real world. When you that showed up in this studio, yes. yeah. um, he can't get a badge. <laughs> sometime in the nineties, mid nineties, when you ran Howard out of town, and that was so cool, and you did it so classy oh, by nice. not classy. mentioning wanna, him at all. Him. Why don't we start the show here? How about I need an ad from Rookie? Let's go, here. Rookie. I need either uh, es Escape or Minnesota Masonic. Let's go here. Well, we're we got Minnesota Masonic. You know what? I'm just going to roll. Or no, Masonic no. isn't as charitable, are they? As uh, no, Masonic is. They're okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I just because Welter loves the BS. Yeah. They like the, yeah. the banter. Welter loves, yeah, Welter loves that. Yep. And I just didn't want to take liberties. So does, so does Masonic to a certain degree. But rookie's oh, got yeah, it. Masonic does as well. Rookie Joe also wants that sixty-second ad to be about four and a half minutes. No, yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> yes. The best time is to look at rookie to look at his watch. Can okay. we do it now? Yes, Roland. Minnesota Masonic Charities started in 2006 when so many of the Freemasons came together and said, let's get this done right, and let's get this done so efficiently that people are going to be pleased. Well, they are doing it. And recently, Cameron Zurich, a junior football player at Tanhassen High School, nominated teammate Tyler Smith. In addition to being an exceptional football player, Tyler shows extraordinary kindness and compassion to all of his teammates, but especially team manager, Welsey Parker. We will have a video that describes your story in greater detail on the Garage Logic website coming up very soon. We interviewed Cam Zurich last week on our 
Kindness Chronicles podcast. Some of you may be familiar, familiar with Kevin Gord, co-host of the podcast. We were able to surprise him and share his story that was selected for recognition. These stories and more with their wonderful scholarship program can be viewed at mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. They're doing fantastic work and they're on Garage Logic to spread the word. No more secrets, no more funny hats or secret meetings. Learn more about this outfit at mnmasoniccharities.org. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe's sure Just a few hours left, I guess, depending on when you've uh, downloaded us, the Memorial Day sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe ends today at 5 p.m. on Select Liberty Saves at the showroom there, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. It's the USA series of Liberty Safes that uh, are seeing some drastic markdowns. The USA 36 marked down $369.99. The USA 50 in textured black, that's $419 off. And the USA 50 in gloss white or gray marked down $519. And remember, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, they're going to toss in a safe alert device with every USA series safe that uh, you buy there. You can see all of these safes and so much more at the website, Maple Grove Lock com, But stop in and visit Rich, the owner. Be sure to ask him about delivery and installation. And for you GLers that stop in today before the close of business, Rich is offering 20% off any in-stock safe that is not already on sale. So in my world, that means everything, everything in the showroom is on sale, right? 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Tom Bernard is with us. How important was music to you? All that music you listened to for 40 years, at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you, are you an aficionado of rock and roll? Do you, to be, yeah. do you, you, you still follow? No, no. When I was 11 years old, I joined the band. I played in the band from the time I was 11 to 19. So I did a lot of singing and I was a drummer and did all kinds of different things, but, but it was mostly about, the performing part that I just loved. I loved it. But when I was 11 years old, something else happened. Maybe pushed me into the music business. This group called the Beatles came out. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. whoa. You're another drummer that thought you were better than Ringo. Oh, that's one of the greatest <laughs> lines of all time. When George, not George, when John and Paul were being interviewed once, they were at, do you think that Ringo Starr is the best drummer in rock and roll. And Paul said it, they quote, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. That's a great line. What musicians, you've talked to a lot of musicians in your career. Yeah, over the years. I'm guessing was John Mellencamp a favorite of yours? Oh, he's a great guy. Really good guy. Plus he's good at picking out women. You ever notice his girlfriends are rather attractive? What about Neil Young? Uh, met him once. He's a bizarre human yeah. being. Very weird guy, but pleasant enough. Yeah. Actually, most of those guys tell you the truth. They're they're all. There are very very few people that came through that were not pleasant to deal with. I was just going to ask that very thing. Who wasn't pleasant to deal with? Uh, a guy named Rich Hall, who was on Saturday Night Live. Oh uh, yeah. Sat oh. and looked at Sniglet. That was his thing. Right. Never said a word the entire ten minute interview. Rich Hall, the former news guy on. 
SNL. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's a bummer. What an I thought he was. I thought he was funny. He had oh, yeah. humor. No, and, I agree. But I like when people are good to the help. When they're not good to the help, that's. Un- but you also know it too because it's theater. When you're getting up to go do a morning yeah. show, if you're a, yep. a comedian. Yep. Whatever, you know, okay, now it's time to flip the switch, right? And so were, were, you, a, were you a record rep? Yeah, I worked at Capitol Records because nobody would hire me in right. radio for a while. Right. Yeah, from 1977 to, uh, I guess, about 1983, I, I, I ran the Central Party United States for Capitol Records, which, again, was a hell of a job because, you know, the Billy Squires of the world and the Knack, and we just had these huge hits. It was just fun. God, my God, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't drink back then because if you drank as a record guy, you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would literally kill you. Yeah. Because they all want to drink with you. Yeah. So I just said, well, I'm doing this. I'm not going to drink. You don't have to get up in, in early anymore. Why Why do you do the podcast so early? Because I love the. We did that very intentionally. Um, by we, I mean my end of it. I don't know about the Hubbards or whatever, but. I saw this coming several years. When you started, was it five, six years ago? What we're doing this? It'll be five September in September of, 19, of 2018. And you did both for a while, radio yeah. and podcast. Right. Brilliant move, by the way. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I've always loved about the Hubbards and, and Jenny Morris is she went, no, this could be something a lot bigger than it is. She she was very good with that stuff. Tom, mm-hmm. they brought us in. They sat us around a table, and they said. Uh, we are discontinuing Garage Logic, and our pants were all crap. <laughs> going, oh yeah, my right. God! Look at us at each other. Went, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> my wife's going to be thrilled. <laughs> and then they finished the meeting. After we got all that, oh, this is terrible. We're sorry. You know, it's right. She went into business mode, and, and Dan as well said. Um, but those of you that want to stay on and do the podcast, but we are. Go ahead, Kenny. We need to be honest. They gave us a pretty nice oh, see you later this isn't package. Negative. No, this isn't negative. Tom, I had a year off, basically. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> like my package. I, I, yeah, uh, it was I a didn't. good package. Well, uh, In fact, it. Tom, on our very, very first podcast, and I can pull up the tape, Kenny wanted to establish right away that I am having six-day weekends. Yeah, I had a six-day weekend <laughs> for uh, about half a year there. Let, was, let, but even let me just finish one. No, no, get, get to, the, get to okay. the important point. The important point is that that was the beginning of the end of radio. Yeah, there was. Yeah. No, absolutely. The, the ratings mechanism did not accurately reflect what was happening. It was no. a lousy way to uh, do ratings yep. for radio. Oh, that's and, your number one. <laughs> well, but especially know. for AM radio. Yeah. yeah. You don't go into a coffee shop and hear a talk show. You'll hear no, music. That's your, it's music. Yeah, it's always music. But this this was the plan in this meeting. The end of the, the second half of the meeting was those that want to stand and do the podcast are welcome to. You'll be independent contractors, and we're building you a podcast studio so that we can. Uh, you are a guinea pig, and it was a bold move. We walked out of there going, "Okay, this isn't as bad as we thought." It was a nice severance package, and mm-hmm. you're going to get paid to do a podcast. So it was a continuation. So it wasn't just fire these guys; they're morons. It's fired. Not the way these- I- not the way I remember this. Let these guys, <laughs> guys know, and we're going to go forward with again being pioneers in a new venue. Absolutely, not yet. not the way I remember it. You don't remember it that way. What I remember is your guys are done. Silence. I said, "What about we do a podcast?" Oh, it was your idea. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah, I, I did remember. No, that's true. That. Yep. No, they weren't saying, "Hot damn!" Now you can switch right over to podcast. Oh, it was go out the door. 
or what about a podcast? At which point they said, well, yeah, let's try that. And this studio was an afterthought. I must have been pretty hammered. It's not no, like I go at home and get hammered in the call. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In fact, um, Tom, I don't know if you ever heard uh, the very first podcast that we ever did. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, don't, 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 it, don't it was here. It was don't, just Joe, had, Joe had built up so much uh, energy about this very first podcast and rookie hit record. Hello, everybody. No, no, stop practicing. <laughs> Jack and Lauren. This was doing this over the shows. Did it start? Oh, it's light. Where's John at? I'm not ready yet. It is. Start, start with the This is the first 30 seconds of the first podcast. That's phenomenal. In fact, a, a listener had tweeted at us at the plane, you know, flying off the track, wobbling, and said, hey, hell of a first start, boys. But, you know, we learned, right? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> well, I will tell you, it, even though I had a, been doing a podcast for five or six years, the fact that the Hubbard stepped up, that any broadcast company stepped up and said, we're going to do this. We're going to do a podcast and we're going to be, I learned from you guys, by the way, that when I did switch over to 100% podcasting, it's going to take me about a year before people even know where the hell I am. Yeah. yeah I mean, it takes a, and I learned that from you guys. Cause at first nobody knew where the hell Tom, you were. I ran into two people this weekend. That's oh, I sure missed you guys on the radio. The other side of that is we're destination listening. People don't discover us by accident. No. Here's no, they something don't. they right. hate and then fire off an email. Right. They have to look for us and find us. And there's a pretty good chance that they're fans. There's not a lot of hate listening going on with podcasting. No, you're absolutely right about that. As a matter of fact, I just think at, at some point we will have to promote each other on our shows because it's only good for everybody. Because your listeners, my listeners, we probably have some of the same, but mm -hmm. you know, some probably. I think we, you know, I think we always have. I think oh, we no, always yeah, have. We absolutely have. Yeah. I just get calls all the time about that very thing. Um, I just think that if we, we all do just kind of do what we're doing, this is going to morph into something really, really cool. I'm telling you, it's going to be unbelievable. I have a question that I've always wondered. How did you get out of doing the state fair every year? I said, F you. <laughs> Pretty easy, actually. We've also I am doing the state fair this year. Oh, you are for the first time in about nine thousand years. You know what? I bet you'll love it. I do like the state fair. It just oh. you know, there's one guy that I don't know, man. If I see him, I might. I might one guy. We got a guy around. a show. Do you really? Yeah, for sure. Well, this guy looks really dangerous. Oh, they're there. They're out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you see this? 357 Meg. Uh, where are you doing it from? Uh, it's probably our from, uh, I think our from, studio. From, yeah, from oh, our studio. Right? Awesome. I think that's cool. Right. It's a Saturday, I think. Cool. I Very think. Cool. I'm not sure. All right. But you got, you got me going back now. It's, you know, like I said, I, I, I got no problem with any of this stuff. It's, you know, I get like an advertiser. I talked to an advertiser yesterday and he said, I'd like you to do my my commercials and blah, blah. He's out of Dallas. I said, yeah, it's no problem. So when do you want me to do it? It's a, it's a very quick little procedure. It's not, I suppose it's a medical procedure, but nothing invasive or anything like that. Right. I said, when do you want me to do the procedure? He goes, what? I said, well, I'm not going to talk about something if, unless you do the procedure on me too. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt me, right? He goes, no. I said, well, I'm not going to lie to people. Go, oh, this is great for me if I didn't do it. Right. So there'll be none of that. Uh, you know, this stuff, I, I will tell you. And this, this uh, swimsuit area. 
uh, enlargement? Or Maybe. <laughs> let, let me put it this way. Let me yeah. put it this way. Because we're about the same age. Uh, the last time I took a little blue pill, yeah, I went, hey, this is going to be great. And Kathy goes, oh, by the way, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. really? Oh, so I get to sit around with the stick shift the whole night. That's great. That's, that's fantastic. Coat rack. Coat rack. Coat rack. Coat rack. Yeah, there he goes. Hey, listen, I uh, want to play ring toss. At the, risk, <laughs> at the risk of dropping the atom bomb, I have to give you a little bit of props because you gave me my own personal highlight in my in my long and storied oh, radio career. Is. You know exactly oh, yeah. what this is. So it was the day after the three of you, along with Barrero, did the Vince Flynn tribute yeah. at St. Thomas Academy, yes, right? St. Thomas Academy. And I, I, I want to thank you for introducing Vince to Joe and Rookie. That was very nice of you to do that. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but the next morning on the show, Terry had asked about the night, and and she had said, "Oh, we're all the guys there." And then of course you, she said, "You know, we're Joe, Rookie, and Reavers there." And you said, "Who's Reavers? Who is Reavers?" <laughs> and I went, "What is a what is a Reavers? What is a what's a Reavers?" <laughs> I've used that sound, but uh, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad that to was hear that. awesome. That made See, my what day. was he doing? Just being honest. Yeah. He didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Bernard, you guys. Tom Bernard morning uh, show and the Tom Bernard family podcast. We're going to work together for many years, you know. I don't give a rat's ass how old we are. Right. Oh, that whole retirement thing you said, Tom, about not knowing what to do. Yes. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. No, he's awful. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go golf. No, you know he takes Tom. He'll take a day off and then cancel the day off yeah, so he can come in. in and work. Actually, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned golf because I mentioned it on the air this morning. Uh, Patrick and I played a round of golf about 25 years ago. Right. I didn't know you could score 200. Oh, <laughs> we sucked both of us so badly. Oh my God, we were horrible. He lines up east to hit it west. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me close with this because yes. you guys brought it up. When I walked in here to sit down and see the two of you in, in particular, it brought back Vince, man. Mm -hmm. That was really difficult at first because I do miss that some bitch. Yeah, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, his lovely wife, I get to see her once in a while. She's with her new husband, yeah, Grace Guy. Yeah. Lisa's just fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. Jim, his brother, I see him all yeah. the time, and he's a, he's a great guy. He, well, just, for a cop, you mean. Right. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't got to have the brain. But, uh, the whole Flynn family, they're just what they're you see is what you got. And yep. Again, like Joe said. Best name dropper in the world. Best name dropper in the world. And you didn't feel like he's. At the Sheik's house, or I mean, Russia's base. Oh, yeah. King of Jordan. I know. It just didn't it didn't sound bad at all. <laughs> well, when he's having dinner, I mean, once a month with Rush Limbaugh. I'm yeah. Like, Jesus, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's. Uh, I do miss him quite a bit. He's a hell of a hell of a guy. I miss his, books, too. his books are phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. What nice, a great place this is. Nice of you to be here, and we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> No, I was. I, I anticipated there would be a really good time. Are you part of the front? Yeah. We will show you this. Yeah. Okay. Give me the well, scissors. What, can I put my app? Yes, you can. Yes. Thank you. Thank you I should take a photo of you, Drew. Why don't we... Uh, Three Legends in Radio. Yeah. Stand with Reavers. Whenever you want. Have them stand by my, phone, my uh, video screen. Oh, yeah. So I'm off the room. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd love to have all, all of you guys come in and do the show because I, I just, like yeah. I said, I think... But, we're going to be it, working together a lot. Isn't it humbling, though, after how many years in radio, uh, it's still spelled 
incorrect. <laughs> oh yeah, B E R N A R. Yeah, all the time. Uh, Don't stand by Kenny though. Kenny wants to be in the photo. Oh, over. We'll stand over. Here, let me get over. I'll crouch. We'll just stand. Royce between Reds. Let's move this on here. Let's move this on. graduation is it a mass or just a ceremony just a ceremony. i'm not going to demean it like that but i think that okay <laughs> oh my lord i have to pray for myself thank you all right take care Bye. Well, you're in you mean just a ceremony yeah pretty good yeah <laughs> i should have done an ad before we went to break, but I didn't want to. <clears throat> Let me just do a. Um, and then, Rook, can you get your uh, escape ready? Yes. What we don't get to today. We got tomorrow. We got tomorrow. Why don't you stay, Bob Steger? Got to get to my nun, though, man. We have a super nun? The super nun. Okay, hold on. What my mosquito shield. But before we go, Joe, I gotta ask you a question. You ready for mosquito season yet? No, man, are they bad. Uh moshield.com, Sushi Boy, that's where you need to go. GLers get on it right now. And Mike, the father and son team that own and operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield right here in the Twin Cities. And they've been at it for years and they will take care of you and your yard because getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise. 
They aren't like other pest control lawn care companies that also spray for bugs. They focus on the mosquitoes and the ticks only. And that's because they use their proprietary gland that's specifically formulated to rid your yard. And it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. And it's used exclusively by the company. You can't go buy this stuff on the shelf. And it works. They will take great care of you and your yard. They come out every now 10 to 17 days for an application. And if for any reason that you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. And that's because they want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks. So go online, moshield.com. Just put in your zip code and you're going to find them. Or give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. If you mention GL, you will get $50 off your service. It's Mosquito Shield. There, that'll sound better. That was good. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> uh, Rook, are you ready, sir? I am just, I want to make sure, verifying something. Oh, as, for Scott, if you want, are we, are we going to do another segment and then break, or are we wrapping it up, Joe? No, we can do another one. If you want to wait, Rook, we can do it in between the next. Okay. Kenny still has a couple. Okay, got the, and okay. I got eco. And you have eco still. We'll do a segment, take a break. Then do a set final statement. Word to your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me just grab a bump. Come on in here. Why isn't this playing? All right, that's not my thing. Isn't playing here, so we're gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. You ready, Ken? Um. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Joe, what? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Rolling. You can't stop it. You just make a move. Joe's great. Try to say, Pat, we're talking Little Canada, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville, and soon to be St. Croix Falls. They've got a couple of uh, Toro Time Cutter Zero Master mowers on sale. You should probably check it. Uh, run these numbers. It's not going to last too much longer, to be told. The Toro 54-inch time cutter, my ride suspension, $48.99. Toro rebate, $200. Tri-State Bobcat throws on another $200 uh, rebate. Final price, $42.99. That's a dang good price. I drove one of these overnight. Fantastic machine. Now, listen to this one. It's a 50-inch time cutter, $38.99. You take off a $100 instant rebate. Final price, $37.99. But wait. This is where the warranty starts getting piled on. The um, the Toro, well, first of all, the Tri-State Bobcat Special, five-year warranty. And then you have the Toro Total Care Warranty Extension. That's a $460 value. This uh, Total Care deal, that means uh, pickup and uh, drop-off delivery within 25 miles covered. Don't have to deal with that. And up to a 30% reimbursement rate on covered maintenance items from Toro. So to sum it up, you get a dang good price, and then you get so much warranty, you'll never need another mower again. Tri-State Bobcat, we have the uh, Metro covered, Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson. Uh, Tri-State has Owatonna covered with Mankeys, and be looking for a Tri-State Bobcat. Coming soon on Highway 8 in St. Croix Falls, you can see everything at tristatebobcat.com. I'm intrigued by the story of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster. 
a real nun, All right. as opposed to these idiots at the Dodger game who call themselves right. the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I see Clayton Kershaw is trying to put his foot down. Uh, a couple of the Dodgers are saying, what, what are you doing? Wait here? a minute. Why yeah. are you having you these idiots this. in here? Mm-hmm. Any event, she died in 2019 at the age of 95. She was a, uh, uh, I, I think she was a founder of her own, the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles in Gower, Missouri. And then apparently a construction project came along. She was in, interred and they had to dig her up. And there's Ooh. not one indication of uh, decomposition. It's like the Pope's on ice. Just There's not one sign that she's been buried. Got it. How do we... You know, it's four years. Well, what's the normal process? Well, the doctor's saying, you know, this can happen. Well, she was 94. How can you even tell anyway? <laughs> well, now, let me, this is another question. Do we involve... And her nuts? religious habit was perfectly intact. I like that. Uh, and, have- and animals could have gotten to her because it was just a pine box. It wasn't some lead-lined casket. It was a. It, she was perfectly preserved. Uh, Why are we putting the sister of the in the pine box? That's the way they Simply. like to go. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, poverty, humility. Oh, I, I guarantee you, one of these sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence die, and you inter them in four years. You ain't gonna look good. We got news for you. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, now people in. are flocking to this town, as as well they might, and the monastery what, what? has put her in a glass shrine oh, in their what? church. What? Oh yeah. Wait, so it's a Wait. side show. So they didn't. I wouldn't call it. It's not a card they trick. They I mean, didn't replant her. They haven't planted her yet because. Uh, hey, come on now, five bucks. You can take a look. At kind of, is this, that's horrible. Is this above board? Is this real? The Diocese of Kansas City released a statement the condition of the remains of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster has understandably generated widespread interest and raised important questions. At the same time, it is important to protect the integrity of the mortal remains of Sister Wilhelmina to allow for a thorough investigation. Medical science uh, has indicated that this can happen. It's rare. But it, it apparently can happen. Uh, but, you know, four years, I would have been happier. But the miracle for was 40. Yeah. You know, well, 40. okay, I'll give you that. Incorruptibility. You think they're jumping the gun, maybe. Well, you know, four years. Right. Incorruptibility has been verified. That could be the gumshoe good. Who knows? <laughs> Incorruptibility has been verified in the past, but it is rare. There is a well-established process to pursue the cause for statehood, but that has not been initiated in this case yet, the diocese said. Uh, the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles, also said that Lancaster has not yet reached, it's like the Hall of Fame, you know, has not yet re- reached the required minimum of five years hence death for the sainthood process to begin. Well, she what, is it, what is it in baseball? Five years. It's just like, yeah, it's just like the Hall of yeah. Fame. You got to wait. Sorry, Jeter. You got to wait five years. And uh, Rebecca George, an anthropology instructor at Western Carolina University in North Carolina, said the body's lack of decomposition might not be as rare as people are expecting. George said the mummification of unembalmed bodies is common in the university's facility, and the bodies can stay preserved for many years, if allowed to. That I did not know. Hmm. 
Uh, and typically, when we bury people, we don't exhume them, so you you don't know taking place. Right. Right. No but I'm rooting for Wilhelmina. Is the box she's in now refrigerated? I think they took her out of the pine box and they have her in a new she's glass case. Table. Almost paper like it's the butter face at the state fair. Right. No, it's, this is the real deal. This isn't perpetual indulgence. This is the this is the real deal. Gower, G-O-W-E-R. Right. Just hop on south on 169. You'll be there uh, half a day. It's on 169 in uh, Missouri. Where oh. is it in relation to St. Louis on the compass? No, it's uh, KC. It's right. south. That's right. Yeah, it's south and east of KC by, I would say, oh, 45 minutes. South and east of Kansas City. Yep. I'll be damned. I have a question. Who's the uh, the guy that says, hey, Ma, we got a three-day weekend. Let's drive on down to Gower. I guarantee you that oh, that's going to be some. It's, Reavers, you're, uh, you're not quite grasping. Remember the, the people uh, that visited the uh, watercolors in Clearwater, Florida? Know, somebody threw a dream circle on the side of a building and it looked like the Blessed Virgin. I saw was, that. Yeah, I mean, I went come down. on. Come on. It's a dream circle. <laughs> this, is, this is the real deal. I saw a picture of her. Oh, you did? Well, you can tell she was there. So this is the cult. This is an established cult. religion. This is Catholics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a, a, like I said, this isn't a coin trick. I mean, this is, but, but when you exhume a body and, and they took her up just to re, relocate her, right? Yeah, and reporting isn't what it used to be. So I'd like to know how many bodies did you have to exhume and how many of them were not well, in this order? And my question is, who makes the decision? What's, you know, you want to look? You want to take a peek? That's what I want to see. That's another great question. Reporting is it what it used to be? What determined that she should be looked at? You know what really tried the lid off the box. This know? isn't like when I was uh, five years old and my turtle died, and I buried it in the backyard and then kept digging it up no, right? every day. I don't wow. see any similarity. You know what? Show me something. If the if the Royals would have her come throughout the first pitch. <laughs> They could at least trot her through. Okay, okay. Wow. Look, like a robotic arm. <laughs> Lean her up next to the snack bar or something. Okay. There's a method. Criminals there's a method. Of bullet holes. They put them in front of the saloon. <laughs> you know, there's a method to my madness. Oh. The method is the news has been full of dreadful information about these cronies in L.A. Yeah. Appearing in Anaheim and Dodger Stadium. All they are is mocking, ridiculed fools. They're, they're, they're not the worth the price of admission. This is the real deal. This nun gave her life from the time she was eleven. So there. That's okay. The, there it is. So you're saying probably keep control of your basketball. No, More of a train right, right now on the floor. Uh, but it is like all of you. you got to wait for another year to go before you can. So that means never married and never. Uh, that's what it means, Kenny. That's, that's, what what it means. that's what it means. What about here? Nope. Alone. Now, here's an interesting uh, tidbit that doesn't answer a question. The nuns discovered an intact body and a perfectly preserved religious habit. The nuns had not meant to publicize the discovery, but someone posted a private email publicly and the news began to spread. 
uh, volunteers and local law enforcement have helped to manage the crowds in the town of roughly 1,800 people as people have come from all over the country to see and touch Lancaster. Uh, it was okay. That still doesn't answer the question of why they why did they take a look at her? We don't. Know why did they have to open the box? We don't know that. We don't know how many were exhumed. Uh, again, reporting is. Uh, I'm reading from an AP piece. It's by Tricia Ahmed. Wait, wait. I, I gave the wrong coordinates. It's north of KC, right? North of KC. I was looking at. Uh, so it's even closer. Evidently, I was looking at St. Joseph. No, it's directly north of KC. And not east or west? It's no. north of yeah. KC. Just get on uh, yeah, north north of KC. Would I have gone through Gower on 35? Uh, I-35 is east of 169. I see. All right. <clears throat> I am seeing a procession, and I'm not being, being silly, uh, of what you're talking about. I will post this to the GL page. It's actually quite something. Well, the monastery said her body will be placed in the last shrine. Visitors will still be able to see her body and take dirt from her grave, but they will not be able to touch her. Maybe they could touch her. Um, uh, she apparently made that habit herself. Hmm. Maybe that had something to do with preventing uh, decay. I, I have no idea. But hmm. uh, again, compared to the nut news that's been in the news lately, yep, I, like this, I like this nut news. Yes. That's a positive. Yeah. All right. Very good. You will have a six o'clock meeting. I kind of thought that was coming. Yeah. I'll be four to six. Kenny's is going to be on Zoom. I was really close to Gower um, last Wednesday, a week ago today. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Mm. Say right now at EcoFund Motorsports, Yamaha, Vintelli, and Scootstar electric bikes are in sale. In stock and on sale. Take those evil hills out of biking with an electric bike. You can take a test ride at the Forest Lake store on 97, just west of 35, or at the Burnsville store on the service road of life near County Road 42. Uh, this is got some of the best trails for riding in Minnesota. You might as well take advantage of this. Zero percent interest for one year in all stock electric bikes, all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. Some of them get up to 115 miles per gallon, and all you need is a driver's license to ride a 49cc moped. Zero percent interest for one year. Youth ATV bikes. Uh, Buck 250, formerly known as the Crossfire 200. That's the golf cart. They're in stock and on sale. Uh, Aprilia, Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles in stock, ready to ride home. Uh, I'm telling you, youth recreational equipment. Uh, service apparel helmets, the Vanderhall and Venice Roadsters in stock. Save two grand off MSRP until the end of June. In stock models. Two stores for equal fun. The store that opened last summer in Forest Lake got a large parking lot to test drive all those scooters and bikes. It's on 97 West Interstate 35 and in Burnsville on the service road of life right near County Road 42. Ruck. Escop. Just give me one second. I gotta edit before I forget. Okay. I'm I gotta edit before I forget it.
Um, maybe I did that already. Give me one sec, sir. Mm-hmm. Let me just do. Rook, that's really good news. That might mean you could get her done in one hour. Hour and a half. Probably. Our mass is going to take a cream instead of mass is going to make it. So that's why they did that. There's a difference between a sister and a nun. That I, didn't I didn't know. I didn't Does it have to do either. with different orders? <clears throat> uh, nuns' lives are spent in prayer and work in their convent or monastery. Sisters are more active in the world, engaging in many different kinds of work, most often for people who are in great need. Huh. Okay, so that makes sense then. Well, so she, was a nun. she was a nun. Would be yes. in the convent or maybe work with the school in the, you know, whatever community their Catholic school was. And the sisters that you see with the maybe different habits, the white robe are going to Africa. Smoke in uh, Virginia Slims on the park. <laughs> I think so. Ready discussion. She founded this order. She was one of them, yeah. Oh, a founder of the order, yeah. Ready, Rick? Yeah, rolling. Great news, logicians. I mean, serious good news. Guess who's back? Escape with us vacations. Yes, Creek and Maria are back at Garage Logic to promote a fantastic trip that you're going to learn a lot about. And this is Start Saving Your Money. It is next year. The Adriatic King, it's going to be a seven. 18 cabin motor yacht cruising down the coast of Croatia from Split to Dubrovnik, July 14th to the 21st, 2024. I am hosting this trip, my friend. It's next year, it's not this summer, and you can get all sorts of prices. I will have so much information for you, and you might be sitting. Can I pick a different seat where you're not on it? Me and my wife from Luna. Yes, you can pick a night when I'm not on. It's going to be a blast, and we're taking taking reservations right now at escapewithusvacations.com. If you have questions, pick up the phone and call Sir Maria or one of the staff members, 651-788-4338. This is the launch date for Escape With Us Vacations. They're going to be with us throughout the year, and when this fills up, it's going to fill up. I'm sorry. You might have the cabin next to me while I'm snoring after a couple of cocktails. That is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, isn't it? I'd rather jump off the ship. I know you would because you work with me, but other people want to see me. I'd it's, risk sharks. It's, <laughs> it's, I, they took the trip last year, and so did so many GLers, and they absolutely loved it. So it probably is going to fill up. Escape with us, vacations.com, 651-788-4338. And remember, the trip is Next July 14th to 21st, 2024. More details to come. Escape with us vacations.com. Can I give the cabin extra? No, the GLers that went last year said they had a blast. Well, what would not be fun about it? That's a neat area. Yeah, it is. My wife, Ramona. Hello, this is Ray Christensen. Why'd you like to go on a trip with that stuff? Adrian King. They probably had oatmeal. <laughs> Every day. Every day I walk. Why am I hearing noise off my computer? That's not 
Oh, that's why. Okay. Ken, uh, I told you DK, right? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. You ready to rock? Uh, I think so. All right. Joe, you ready? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Nope. Rolling. Truth, justice, and the suturee. One, two, three. That makes June 3rd. This Saturday. Wow. Big, big doings with DK Mags coming up this weekend, Saturday. Dig, uh, DK Mags providing a Sig Sour Try Before You Buy event at the Metro Gun Club from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 3rd. Along with this one-day-only event, DK Mags will also be offering 10% off Sig Sour firearms and accessories, 15% off Sig Ammo, and Saturday will be the last day to qualify for the $60 Sig Sour web store promotion. And if that's not enough, good old DK Mags, you're going to be giving away um, a Metro Gun Club pistol membership. Pistol membership. Just sign up when you try a Sig Sour coming up this weekend. And when you visit DK Mags, be sure to sign up for a chance to win a second membership. Remember, all of the same pricing available up at their second location, Monticello Pawn and Gun. DK Mags himself on Old 8 in New Brighton. And, of course, on the web, dkmags.com. Uh among the many new laws passed, this legislator says it's hard to keep up, huh? Oh uh, well, there, it's now law that all public, all new public restrooms have to have adult changing tables. <laughs> no, 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 change the baby, daddy. Some so using public restrooms and then dehumanizing and disgusting experience. They're, well, they're on the floor and uh, getting changed. And, so, uh, wait a is this for disabled people? Well, it's for anybody who needs I mean, it's for, for example, here's Linda Hood, a marathoner who lost uh, the use of her legs from the virus. She was Miss Wheelchair Minnesota in 2022, and she led the charge to get adult changing tables in public restrooms. And a woman named Sarah St. Louis has uh, struggled with her son who has a brain injury, and he's too big for the infant table. Okay, that's a good reason. So they're going to be right. the adult uh, We were just worried tables. it wasn't creepy people with a fetish kind of a thing. Oh, this yeah. Not, this, not, this was me. It's not rookie crap in his pants. Right. Just throwing then, away the grunders. And then this kid having to change them. Well, right. you don't blame You can't blame these people for not wanting to be on the floor. But sure what? Here's what I don't understand. A lot of those bathrooms aren't big enough to have well, this These says new, this says new oh, bathrooms. Okay. New bathrooms. So I suppose what that uh, suggests is that the new bathroom will have to be big enough to accommodate the adult changing. Sure. Right. 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 And uh, there you have it. So you might be at a restaurant. Or... Reminds me of a story. I was uh, traveling. Yeah. And uh, I was not at the MSP airport, but I was at another airport, and I've always fancied myself using the family restroom traveling yeah a little more a little more private yep yep a little room to stretch out there was a family that did need the changing <laughs> oh portion. i said really sorry yeah I, you know what uh really i remember you bailing out of there that's like the guy at home depot that got uh the cops on him he said you better call the cops i'm about to blow this thing up and they call the cops on him well it, it's a 
it's, it's time for this to happen. Yes. And, uh, many people will benefit it's from about it. To go yes. down. Yes. It's about to go down. <laughs> Only because Jesus. they come to us. Kind of went off the rails there. Well, I mean, I you know, I there's a lot of new laws passed. I did not know about this until today. It's a new law. Yes. Right. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I mean, you know, we never did get a uh, crap update from the flea market that you were taunting with us over the weekend. Uh, what did I? What did you buy? Did you buy any crap? You keep telling Joe, and you need a. You know, oh, they, that was at the flea market. I didn't buy any outboard motors. Yeah, but just, I mean, they were, I knew they were lousy outboard motors. Uh, I just wanted to tease him a little bit. But I made no purchases. Gabe uh, bought some stuff. Uh, and that was, I think the next time you go to the Elko flea market, you need to bring the mayor. No, I can't. Come on down, bro. In the food, fantastic. Only Grilled burgers, cheeseburgers. <laughs> Only because they come to us. Walking tacos. Okay. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lyman. Yes. At worldwidewaftage.com. That's what they're doing. Very nice bathrooms at Elko. And what did, the, of, what did the pink flamingos mean out front? We're down with any business yeah. is open. They're, uh, yeah. they're open for business. Yeah. Come on. Business. Yeah. All, all are welcome here. On this day in 1819. Joe, today is the last day of May, May 31st. Well, let's see which one of one you dummies can get this correct. May Where was 31st. William W. Mayo born? Rochester. No. Um, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Well, Kenny's the closest. He was born in England. England. On this day in 1919. He was one of the first doctors to ever use a microscope. He arrived in the territory in 1850. Five and didn't settle in Rochester until 1863. Yes. Do you suppose all his friends saw him using that microscope and they just started making fun of him? Oh, yeah. Look at Mr. Four Eyes oh, here. Oh, yes. How oh. small are these particles you're trying to get? I didn't I stop in this show, yeah. My good man. On this day in. Check out the sample. <laughs> On this day in 1853. Isaac I. Stevens and his surveying crew, Stevens County, left Minneapolis to plot a rail route to Puget Sound. Wow. That was a very, uh, that was a big task. In 1870, the Northern Pacific Railroad followed this route or route. Wow. Route. Yeah. What was, the, route was, what was the exact route? They went through Glacier. Yeah, I was it's just I was wondering. Yep. And that was Isaac Stevens. And I believe the Empire the Empire Builder still uses most of that same route route. Hmm. Route route. A route is uh, something that's repetitive. I have a mail route. Paper route. Really? No, way. no, no, I'm wrong. A route is something repetitive. A route would be a way to get someplace. Ah, what's your route? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I'm looking it up, cowboy. A route, you know, the milkman has a route. Right. He has, a, he has to follow things. And if I'm going to take off and go to uh, Billings, Montana, I have to come up with a route. You would use it as a verb. Yeah, builder doesn't go through Billings. Whatever. It's between the <laughs> noun and the verb. Yeah. The noun is a way or course taken. Getting from a starting point to a destination. What route? The most direct route 
Yes. Is no, we were right. We were right. Yeah. I have the Wikipedia page of the Northern Pacific Railway. Rail, railway. Okay. This is cool. Went right through my town. Wow. Thank you very much. St. Paul the Brainerd. And then, you know, she's from and shot over, right? right exactly. Yep. Uh, thank you. Tom Bernard. Yeah. Tom Bernard. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. If you're looking for other podcasts, just like the Tom Bernard podcast, you would find that at PodMN on your smartphone. Pretty easy to navigate around finding the podcast or what your interest may or may not be. PodMN on your smartphone. YouTube, you can subscribe to Garage Logic and be entertained and educated on some of the old videos we have. There's some new ones, but some of the old ones are the most fun because it was a very young staff of Garage. Some stuff out at the Speed Fair, etc. Some of our favorites. Check them out and subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. One more subscription we'd love you to have. Uh, this one cost you pennies on the dollar. It is the Garage Logic Town Council, found at garagelogic.com. You pay $10 per month or $100 per year. Get a $10 Slab Lonely's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate. And today was the type of day you should have been a member of this. Yeah, this is one where you should really have signed up. Garagelogic.com. <laughs> No, we don't have to cut the precision thing to get it. That's done. That's done. Yep. And, uh, okay. In fact, because I have to do one thing when we're done there, so I can be ready for you in just a moment, sir. It's 80 degrees. A little toasty. Is the cathedral air conditioned? Uh, I bet. Yeah. You think it is pretty big. I was there for a wedding, but you know what? Two days ago, and it was really warm in there. But right now, we're on the front end of those doors not being open. Wait, nope, based on nothing. It was, yeah, See, that one's less not the cathedral, just the cathedral. Oh, in case you guys were wondering, it was warm in the, in the facility. Gotcha. That place is going to be packed. Yes. Uh huh. You're giving him stress. Sorry. I think it, we're going for cassettes prior to at Clarence House. And then. What time should we be there? Come on down, baby. Oh, I want cassettes now. Yeah, cassettes. Now that's just right across the street from there. So bingo, bango, bongo. What, are you going to walk up there? May have to. John Ireland Boulevard is closed. So parking oh. is going to be a major. You know what you need? Rah. You need somebody to give you a ride, drop you off. Uh, we might do that. Get an Uber. Oh, we got people. Okay. <clears throat> I drop you off. We got a big tilt tonight. Really? Yep. Something going on? The in fact, William, get this. This is cool. He's playing at Fort Snelling tonight. Ooh, baseball. I've yeah, never been see. to those fields. They're awesome. Yeah. Great facilities. You have to go home first. Yeah, because his game's not <clears throat> Really? Yeah. What league is this? Lack of shade. Well, I'm glad it's late then, because I yeah. That was I, the I, first golf course I ever played on. Fort Snelling. Yep. Hmm. Is it still there? I wonder. I think it is. I think it is. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. He's jacked. That's gonna be pretty cool. But we're not that first hole. That first hole, very friendly on a slice. You could smell a lot of burning rubber on that golf course. Yeah. From the the old runway. She's noisy. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Are we gonna do this? I'm ready for you. Uh, Tom Bernard, the radio. Should I spell it like the lady at the front yeah, desk did? Like <laughs> I think it's Bard. Barnard. Yes, sir. Tom Bernard. Tom Bernard. Uh, in studio. In studio. Dis- what else? What else? Discussing the history and future of broadcasting. Sure. Okay. Why not? The commanding site they chose sits on the edge of a bluff then called St. Anthony Hill. In biblical context, it can be seen what as are you talking about? the house of God to look down literally and symbolically on money changers in the capital. What's it up? It was a pissing contest between that guy and the guy that did the capital, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Cass Gilbert. John Ireland hired French architect <clears throat> Masqueray. Uh, together, they conceived a building with a grandeur rivaled only by Cass Gilbert's state capital, completed in 1905. That rivals cathedrals of Europe. Yes. Really? That's pretty amazing. Have, have you been in there? Many in well, Chris, Sorry. have you been in there? Yes. Uh, we had a confirmation there. What relative was that? But it was, it's was it been a few years. I've been in there, I think, three times. We graduated. It was all the Charina. We didn't. We went to uh, the cathedral. Is that why you went back to... Didn't he transfer? No, I said when I graduated. No, but Gabe, is that why he went? Didn't he transfer? Did yeah. he transfer high school? Yeah, he went to St. Thomas the first year. That's what I thought. Sister Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. Was married to Fred. Barney was the neighbor. Sister Wilhelmina. Sister Wilhelmina. Am I spelling it right? W I L. Yep. H E L. Yep. M I N A. Okay. Lancaster. One word. Yep. Looks as good today. Yep. As the day she was buried in, 19, in 2019. In 2019. Anything else? Uh, I mean, for that, oh. Adult changing tables now require public restroom. All right. Well, I hope it doesn't come to that that they got to climb up on the table, you know. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, somebody strip <laughs> off your drawers. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, we need you to touch it. I'm on the floor. No, for the people that need it, it's fantastic. I'm just saying, I hope I remained lucky enough that I'm not have to be boosted up on the table. You know, I didn't realize that. I don't know why I got to that point. I wouldn't go out. I don't. I did not realize, and I don't know why I didn't know this. That the feud started over the World Series coverage. I didn't know that. That's what originated. Yeah. You called the station because you were pissed. Yeah. I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> Jesus, you're really something. So. I'm going to call the hot. Did you call the hotline or the request line? 
called the front desk. Oh. I said, I want to talk to him. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, is he told you what any one of us would have told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Which means you guys were friends <laughs> right from right off the bat. <laughs> you know what Lana was gonna say when he was talking about um the artist that he didn't really have time for. I was gonna say, which artist did you want to look at your watch? Say, can't thank you enough for all the time. Yeah, power ninety-two. God, what a great bit! I didn't get my Howard Stern story. No, I meant to ask that. Oh shoot, that's right. We're gonna ask about that. Well, all he did is never say a word. Oh, it was just genius. Yeah, Howard was really trying. Do. Yeah, yeah. Tom Barnyard. Well, we according to Howard, he invented the format. You know, no, nobody ever did anything fun or interesting before Howard came along. And Howard stole his act from Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. And those were all guys who, like Bernard, went right into radio from youth. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a dire prediction for the industry. I thought it was a great prediction. No, I think it's great. <laughs> Well, I guess dire for trend. You turn that off. Oh, okay. All right, town council. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah.